It's a current genetic year, and podcast hosts Chris, JL, and Sabrina are traveling in a spaceship borrowed from Elon Musk through an anomaly in space in search of their missing fourth host, Laura. They are traveling between different versions of Earth, inspired by pop culture, beamed through radio, TV, and internet waves from the original home planet Earth, now dubbed Earth X. To help them on their journey, the ship is equipped with three AIs. A navigation AI voiced by Sylvester Stallone, a maintenance AI voiced by Christopher Walken, and a kitchen AI voiced by Bruder. Sounds complicated? Sounds convoluted? Sounds awesome? It all slightly is. Join them on their journey as they learn pop culture history both true and made up. It's Podcast 42. Chris, you need to get up here. We have a problem. No. What do you mean, no? I just came off a 10 hours straight. It's space, it's inky blackness, it's stars, it's planets. I gotta water my plant here. Can't you just handle it? You just came off 10 hours of sitting in your captain's chair and playing Candy Crush, drinking Starbucks and cutting your toenails. Bitch, by the way, I've got some foot fungal cream up here for you. Thanks. So, speaking of your captain's chair... Wait. Don't tell me. You've been playing Fart Olympics in it again, haven't you? No. Good. Sabrina has, though. Hi! Sabrina? Well, I can't fart in it now. It's occupied. Well, that's good. Wait a minute. Occupied? Yeah. There's uh, some guy in a three-piece suit sitting in it. That's why I need to get up here. He says he'll only talk to the person in charge. He thinks that's you. <laughs> Little does he know that's actually it's the broken bobblehead in the corner. Hardy har har. Then it's me. Then it's Sabrina. Then it's you. And then it's that half-eaten Werther's original that's stuck in the communications console. Well, at least I'm higher than the Werther's. Barely. Are you done? For now. How is there a guy in a three-piece suit just suddenly sitting in my chair? How did he get in here? Uh, I'll ask. How did you get in here? Mosk. He says mask. Yeah, I, I heard him. The intercom covers the whole bridge. Okay, well, just making sure. What is mask? I'll ask him. What is... It is the Ministry of Augmented Something Something and a K. How did you... The intercom covers the whole bridge, remember? Oh, yeah! (laughs) What's that? An intercom. It's a means of communicating over far distances. Or did you mean bridge? Because that has several definitions. You're funny. I like you. No, I mean mask. We are a multinational science group specializing in something and archiving of something else. That's as clear as how Born in the Wild got on the air. Obscure reference. Check. What? What? It's a 2015 reality TV show. But nonetheless, allow me to introduce myself. You're allowed. Right. 
I wasn't asking permission. Permission granted. You are an odd one. I am Lloyd Warrington, Chief Engineer of Mask. And I'm Sabrina, Chief Pinball Engineer of this ship. That's JL. You've met Chris. The bobblehead doesn't have a name. But the half-eaten Werther's original likes to go by Spitty. Chris, for now, would you kindly put some pants on and come talk to me here on the bridge, face to face? If only so this other one stops talking to me. Did you hear that, Spitty? You are being too chatty. How did you know I wasn't wearing any pants? That is one of our specialties. Pants prediction? No, science through archiving and storytelling. I don't know what that means. Chris, just get up here before Sabrina makes this man's head explode. I assure you, that will not happen. My head can handle a lot. And Chris. Yeah? I cannot stress this enough. Be sure to arrive with pants on. Yes, with pants. Of course, pants. Freshly laundered pants, preferably. I can make no promises. I'll be there in five. So, uh, where did you say you were from again? Mask. The Ministry of Augmented Something Something, and a K. Okay. No O. Just a K. K. Yes. Where is this ministry of some big words in the letter? It is a top secret government agency. Okay. Where? What government? It is a secret. Shh! I like secrets! What do you guys do there? We store the largest collection of folklore, fairy tales, and legends that have always never existed, or have they? Have they? Or have they? Well, if you're storing them, they have. Perhaps. What did I miss? Well, Thomas Jefferson, not much. But we may have found Sabrina's future husband. He makes just as much sense as she does. I don't know. I like my men a bit beautier and a little less pressed. That is one hell of a press suit. How do you put that on? With a shoehorn? Shoehorn? Are you my grandfather all of a sudden? Are shoehorns not a thing anymore? No! 1920 called and they want their accessories back. My great uncle owned a shoehorn factory, the largest in the Northeast. It employed three people. That doesn't seem like a lot. How big was this factory? Uh, the size of a half bath. That's not very big at all. Shut up! You know, for a shoehorn factory, it was. Your great uncle had three people, plus himself, working in a space no bigger than a half bath. Yes. Uh, it was tight, but they made it work. Great uncle paid top wages, so everyone wanted to work for him. And what, dare I ask, was top wages? Seven cents an hour. Once again, that, that doesn't seem like a whole lot. Uh, it was for the time. Most places were only paying four cents an hour, and Apple was only paying two cents. Apple? The tech company? The one and the same. Apple was not around in 1920. They sure were around in 1920. They were not making computers back then, though. Okay, let me guess here. Since this is a Sabrina story, they were making apples. No! Peaches. In a can. Lloyd, don't help. I am not. That would defeat my purpose for being here. You see, I am not here to help, but to acquire your help. Then in exchange, I will help you. 
I don't remember needing anyone to help. You don't realize it, but you definitely need help. As long as I have my highlight and this new batch of liquid lollipop, I think I'll be good for hours. What in the 1960s Riddler are you talking about? You are lost, right? Mostly in this conversation and maybe your dreamy eyes. We're not lost. The AI is working on it. I've been crushing numbers all night. It's not easy, you know. If you don't like the job I'm doing, you can do it yourself. Whoa, easy, big guy. No one is complaining. Don't get your bandana in a ruffle. I wore a bandana in over 30 years. If we could stop with all the needless dialogue. That would be great. The scripts would be so much shorter. I don't know what you are talking about. So, are you not trying to find your missing podcast host? We are! Do you know where she is? I do. Tell us! I won't. You see at Mask, we specialize in certain things, and one of those things is helping podcasters help us. Helping podcasters help you do what? Promote? Are you one of them Fiverr guys? No. Absolutely not. That's good, because I still don't understand how something $5 can cost $600. So how do you help podcasters help you? By unlocking their true potential. And how do you do that? Are you one of those guys that need everything painstakingly drawn out of them? Precisely. Go ahead, Sabrina. Ask again. Can I ask in a British accent this time? I, I don't see why not. And how do you do that, Governor? By taking you to our secret location and making you tell stories. How is that going to do anything? Do you know who Chad Brockbrader, Brett Jordan, or Ariel Cooksey are? Yes. They're those podcasters that just up and disappeared a year ago. Yet, mysteriously, they are still putting out a show. That show is broadcasted from our secret location. Wendy's. Wendy's? Dear God, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to imply that. I was just thinking about how good Wendy's sounds right now. I'm hungry. Chris, can you pay attention, please? Yeah, sorry. So, uh, secret place, not Wendy's. Tell stories for the good of mankind. What does that have to do with us? Well, I happen to know the way to the water planet you seek. Great. Tell us and we will plug it into the AI. Hey! What? Sorry, uh, not only am I crunching numbers, but I need to learn my lines for a movie. Not so fast? I'm not telling you anything. I'm a big believer in quid pro quo. Are you also a believer in fava beans and a nice Chianti? Damn, you beat me to it. Hey, you have to be quick. That is something you people do here, is it not? Interject pop culture references. For no real reason except in an attempt to be edgy and funny. And go off topic. Do you remember the shoehorn conversation? Yes. Ridiculous. It almost seems like you are just trying to fill pages to make it to a half hour. Well... So what do we have to quid for you to pro quo? I am currently having a little issue with the three podcasters I currently have. Apparently, they need sleep, food, and bathroom breaks. Now, one of them has a marshmallow fluff addiction, and I do not have time for any of that nonsense. So guess what? I think I want to let them go. You're gonna fire them? No, I will let them go. I just said that. Were you not listening? You all let them go... where? 
not that it is any of your business, but into the void. Oh, so into Chris's thoughts. Interesting. Sort of. The void is made up of the empty dreams and thoughts of the world. It is the start and end of time and has no time. It's what we at Mask are tasked with holding back from eating the whole world up into its inky blackness. A thankless task, I might add. Whoa, back up there, buddy. This is a comedy show. So. So you're getting a little too heavy and rather spooky. So. So instead of the void, maybe you exile them to uh, a Walmart. In the paint section. You people are monsters. Roar! I need replacements. Until we can get permanent replacements. So that's where we come in. You need us to sleep, eat, and potty for them. And I can personally see to the marshmallow fluff. Chris can handle the potty part because he's full of crap most of the time. Wow, didn't see that one coming. You know, poop jokes aren't my favorite, but they are a solid number two. You guys realize that we aren't good enough to be the replacements. We're only going to be the temporary replacements. If it was good enough for Gene Hackman, it's good enough for me. Please, stop. What I need right now is stories told. Stories to hold back the void. That's easy. Listen, just sit right back and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port. No, Chad. I need original stories. Not song lyrics. Tales no one has ever heard before or will ever hear again. Did he just call me Chad? I don't know. So you need something like you would find on the lower channels on your cable system? I don't know what that means, but sure. And if we help you, you will help us. Sure. That is what it seems like. Why do you say it like that? Like what? Like, sure, that is what it seems like. What else am I supposed to say? Sabrina, stop grilling him. Okay, we are down. Great, because that is where you are going. What? Are they gone? Finally. Uh, I can't party right now. I've got to learn my lines. Your line is hand. It's not that hard. I also have to say, nom nom. You're really stretching your acting chops. I'm doing more than Sean Gunn is. I don't know who that is. I guess Bruder and I will party without you. Uh, I'll catch up later. Why don't we have marshmallows? Or graham crackers? Or chocolate? I don't know, but the bugs are killer. Ah, I'm getting bit all over. Anyone have any off? Here you go. Ah, who are you? Duh, it's the off girl. Hi, off girl. I'm an intern at Mask. Off is just one of my many responsibilities. Is another one of your responsibilities perhaps telling us what is going on? Yeah, and where is Lloyd? Lloyd is off attending to other matters, and yes, I'm here to set you up. Do you hear that? She's here to double-cross us. 
What? Exactly. Got my eyes on you. I think she means she's here to help us tell these stories. Now, JL's right. See? JK, now I'm here to help you get settled in. Settled in. I thought we were just replacing the DTF people until real replacements come in. Sure. I have a bad feeling about this. Me too. Sabrina Solo. If you guys are done with the banal banter, we can get started. I'll need one of you to sit by this fire and tell a story. I'll do it. Perfect. What story am I telling? Oh, that's not up to me. It's up to the fire. I I don't understand. Like, do I ask the fire what story I'm telling? You don't have to ask. Just sit on this old lawn chair. Like the one where the webbing is coming undone in the seat? Yes, that one. You think they would have lawn chairs that were a little more modern and not from my grandma's backyard. Maybe there are no lows around. Once you sit down, all will happen. Once I sit down, all will happen? Yes, that's what I said. Sounds good to me. I'm going to go sit down. I can't wait to see what all is. Sabrina? Yes? Be careful. Oops. Don't worry. I've sat down before. I'm kind of an expert, actually. A long time ago, in a faraway place, there lived a family of gnomes. What is happening? She is telling the story, the story the fire is sending her. There was a Don, the dad, and Adva, the mom. How is the fire sending her the story? The kids' names were Aiko, Armida, Banley, Baxi, and the youngest, Bell Pepper. Bell Pepper, really? Please, the story has begun. I don't want to have to tell you again. Bell Pepper was a feisty one. She would often wander far off into the fields by herself. Well past midnight, when it was the most dangerous of time for gnomes to be wandering by themselves. Her mother would often scold her when caught saying, Ah, Bell, no! To which Bell Pepper would reply, I'm just going to the salad bar to have a few drinks. Everything is cool. Stop getting your gnome panties in a twist. This story doesn't sound like the usual stuff that is broadcasted from down to folk. Or does it? I think you're right. It's a tad off. Sabrina! Sabrina! What? What? Where am I? What? Sabrina, honey, could you do me a favor and tell the story a little more breathier? Story? What What story? Never mind that. Just try to be a little more monotone, but sexy monotone, okay? So like me. <laughs> yes, minus the sexy. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Just trust me, okay? We call it mermaid style. Mermaid style. Okay. So just get up from the chair and sit back down. That will restart the story and you can try it again. Gotcha. No. Bell Pepper's mother would say, You are much too young to be going to the salad bar. 
That's for mature gnomes. Gnomes who have now surpassed their 400th viewing of the moon 12 times. Um, mother, how exactly do I calculate that math? Bell Pepper asked. Well, dear, you simply take 400 divided by 12 and then multiply that by 31 and... Oh, I don't know. Just trust me. This made Belle Pepper sad because she knew her mother failed math class. Okay, stop, stop. This is not working. This sounds worse than before. You should probably just let her finish in her own style. I mean, you guys were not happy with the previous host, so why would we try to imitate them? It makes no sense. Kind of like the story Sabrina's telling. Listen, I don't make the rules. I just need you to follow them. Sabrina... Happy birthday! Uh... Where am I? Listen, just finish the story in whatever way that feels comfortable to you, okay? What story? Just stand up and sit back down again. Oh, exercise! Neat! So Bell Pepper, being who Bell Pepper is, which is someone who relies on social media for all their facts, especially all medical science information, went to the salad bar anyway. And it was happening! The music was funky, the bodies were sweaty, the boys were fly, and the girls were fly. And what I mean is... They were, like, literally flies. Just flies everywhere. Like, they were just... Because someone had, like, Red Wedding the joint an hour prior. So, like, Bell Pepper's mom hadn't delayed her with the confusing age math conversation. Then, like, Bell Pepper would have been toast. Just like these disco zombies. Huh. Said Bell Pepper out loud. Then she, like, Googled mapped the next nearest nightclub and danced the night away. Come morning, she was hit by a drunk driver and died while trying to make her way home. Why? Because death is a bitch, and death will make you her bitch. Bitchin'. Okay, uh, Sabrina, you can get out of the chair now. Happy birthday! Uh, what happened? Nothing. Just the dumbest story to ever come out of your brain hole. Mm, I don't remember that. I do remember standing in a nightclub with a bunch of dead gnomes, though. Well, that was horrible. Who's next? Uh, you are, but we are traveling to the broadcast studio. You should probably play some of that transitioning music. Gotcha. JL loves it. So we picked you, Chris, to do the next story in this state-of-the-art broadcast room because you have a broadcasting degree. <laughs> state-of-the-art? Really? Then why is the door all mangled? Don't worry about that. Chris, we want you to use your best radio voice for this next segment. This is my radio voice. No, seriously. All joking aside, we need a broadcasting voice like Chad's. Well, this is it. It's my radio voice, my acting voice, my everyday voice. I'm kind of a one-trick pony. How did you graduate? Easy. Everybody graduates from the school I went to. I see. Well, 
Okay, let's just see how it goes. Why don't you sit down in the chair over there? In front of you is a story we want you to read clearly into the microphone. Okay, it just doesn't beam into my head like it did with Sabrina? No. This is a different room with a different tonal atmosphere. Gotcha. Also, please just stick to the words on the paper. No problem. All right, begin. Once, there was a simple man with simple needs and a simple wife and three simple kids. Like, the kids were really simple, dumb as rocks, one might say. This man was a bell pepper farmer, and not only that, he was probably the greatest bell pepper farmer in the land. Mostly because he was the only bell pepper farmer in the land. You see, there wasn't a lot of recipes that called for bell peppers in this day and age. Those recipes hadn't been invented yet. Currently, there's only like six really good solid bell pepper recipes floating out there. Stop. What are you doing? What? You need to stick to the story in front of you. I clearly expressed that like a minute ago. I was adding a little improv. The story is kind of flat and boring. I was punching it up a little bit. No, no, don't punch it up. Just read the copy as it is. Okay. Just as it's written, no deviations. I I got it. I'm serious. You could do great damage by not reading it as it is. Okay. Chris? I heard you. You sound just like my wife. Who I'm sure is very wise and knows what she is talking about. Just the copy as it is written. Do you want me to start sometime today or do you want to keep harping on me? I'm trusting you. Go ahead. So the bell pepper farmer had to go to market. He had just spent the previous day harvesting and procured a marvelous batch of four bell peppers. Only only four, really, like for the whole day or the whole season? Chris? Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> so um, <clears throat> the bell pepper farmer kisses his simple wife and simple children on the head four times each. Why did you kiss us four times, my dear? Chris. What? No voices. Don't do a voice. That was the farmer's wife's voice. It punches up the story. Remember, no punching. No punching up. No punching down. No punching sideways. Just leave your hands at your side. I'm not using my hands. No. No punching. Okay, but... You see, with my vocal tone, I need to separate the characters in the story, or it's just going to sound all the same. No separating. Just read it as it was written. Do you want me to do it? I am the most talented one on our show. Yeah, him and the refrigerator that holds the beer. Now that I think about it, the refrigerator has a little bit of an edge on you. That may be true. However, that still puts me above everyone else. Fine. Chris, you're out. Oh, darn. LJ, you're in. It's JL. Whatever. Capital J, capital L. Not like IMDB has it. I don't care. Hey, that's my digital footprint we're talking about here. I'm about to put my digital footprint up your ass. Oh, I want to see that! Now just read the page as it is. Do you want me to start over? Oh, God, no. We need to get this one done. Just start off where it says, why did you kiss me four times, dear? Okay. Begin. Uh, why did you kiss me four times, dear? Uh, each kiss brings one good luck to each bell pepper, replied the farmer. And I will have the grandest luck, for I have the grandest bell peppers. And the grandest family in the land. All of our children were born with IQs of eight, dear, replied the 
Bell Pepper's farmer's wife. What are you doing? Reading the story, just like you asked. I'm not doing stupid voices like Chris did. But you are. You're doing a voice. Uh, yeah. Patrick Warburton. I'm doing one voice, not a bunch of stupid ones. I, I didn't do a bunch of stupid voices. I did one as well. Yeah, you did the typical Monty Python lady voice. The one of two voices that you do. I actually have three voices. Old Monty Python lady, Bruder, and David Letterman imitating a dumb guy. So you're imitating David Letterman imitating a dumb guy. Uh, yep, Paul. That's right, Paul. Yep. Uh, yep. I hate to break this up, but actually I love to break this up because Mask has a deadline. Oh, we are not good with deadlines, sister. I'm beginning to see that. Listen, you guys stay right here. I need to make a quick phone call. Do you want me to continue reading? Absolutely not. Just sit tight. That's always a weird expression. Sit tight. Like one sits loose. I don't get it. I tend to just slouch. Hello. Can you connect me to Lloyd? He's busy. Can I leave a message? Tell him the replacements are not working and to hold off the pair of anguish on the old cast for a minute. I ate a pair of anguish once. It was about three weeks past ripeness. I think she's talking about the torture device that is called the pair of anguish. (laughs) I know. My bowels were in torture for two days. Okay, TMI. I agree. I agree, too. Ah! Where did you come from? He does that. You get used to it after a century. So you got my message? I did get your message, and I'm very disappointed. This will set us back weeks. I wasn't the one that called for replacements. I wasn't the one either. Aren't you the boss? Yes. Okay, well, that explains that. So what do you want to do, boss? Do you think it's too late to bring in the Cretans Guild? You know, never mind for now, let's bring back Chaz, Ariel, and Bridgordon. Chad? What did I say? You said Chaz. Which sounds like a character from Saved by the Bell, the new class, now streaming on Peacock. Why did you say it like that? Say it what? Like like you're being paid to say it. (laughs) Don't be silly. I'm not being paid to say anything. Saved by the Bell, the new class, follows a new group of Bayside High students from both overprivileged and working class families. This was due to a plan concocted by now California Governor Zach Morris. Only on Peacock. Sabrina got a brand deal without us! Enough. Bring back Chet, Ariel, and Bridgordon for now until we figure something else out. Chad. Whatever. What do I do with these three? I don't care. Drop them off at Wendy's, take them to the void, or the paint section at Walmart. It doesn't matter to me. Or back to our ship? I don't think so. Why? Because... You have helped none. And may even have caused more damage to the fabric of the universe. Fleece. What? I always pictured the fabric of the universe as fleece. It's very versatile, you know. Except in the summer when it's 100 degrees outside. Even then. Oh, I disagree. Lucy. What? Do not get involved. Sorry. I have other matters to attend to, so I shall take my leave. Lucy? Yes? 
This gives you the opportunity to commit career suicide by stabbing me in the back and letting these three get back to their ship. Of course. I'll be back later, and I expect a full report. To which I'll have none, to which the audience will be left to wonder what my fate is. I'll be looking forward to it. Hey! Where did he go? Seems like he vanished, but it also seems like he walked out of the scene. Yeah, he does that. It's very creepy. So, uh, you're letting us go, right? Of course, I'm letting you go. And how do we go? How do we get back to our ship? Well, first I'll put these burlap bags on your heads. It's so dark! Then, these shots to your arm. Ow! I think we are uh, still here at Mask. I think so, too. And in an odd twist of irony, the Mask people seem to be gone. That doesn't make any sense. Did they just up and leave? Like, pack up all of their stuff and move out? At least the fire is still here. We won't be cold. Oh, they took the lawn chair, though. It was a crappy lawn chair. Say, do you guys want to sing campfire songs? No. Do you want to make s'mores? With what ingredients? Do you want to contact the ship with our communicators? Can you just stop talking for a minute so we can think? Sheesh. Fine. He's just making suggestions. Wait! We still have all our tech! We can just call the ship to beam us back aboard. If the ship can find us, it has to know our location. Which it should, because we are all tracked. <laughs> I'm definitely tracked. I got a new beat dropping Wednesday on SoundCloud. It's a collab with Billie Eilish. Not going there. Ship, can you beam us aboard? I can try. Your position is fuzzy. That's what my husband says. What? What? Ship, what do you mean? I'm showing you as anywhere between Boise, Idaho and Moscow, Russia. Where? That's not good. You think? Oh, JL Snockmeter just rose. You could be in the middle of the ocean, or somewhere in the desert. Two very close in climate places. I can see where you would get that confused. Oh, the signal, it's getting stronger. Keep it up, JL. Keep what up? Being awesome? Because clearly, I'm the only crew member to do so. Almost got you. Hey, JL, who's the most overrated wrestler of all time? That could be any number of them. What era are we talking about? Wrong! The answer is the ultimate warrior. Oh yeah, like that's true. Chris, you still wear Darth Vader underoos and comb your 80s-style haircut every morning to Laura Branigan's Gloria. Gotcha! It's so good. To be back. Thanks to me. Gloria! Gloria! I think I got your number! Gloria! Time to comb my hair. Ship, just where were we? Where is Mask located? I don't know. Then how did you pinpoint us exactly? It was just a white beacon of jail snark shining through the inky blackness. Like I said... You're all welcome 
for my presence. Oh, I see it again. So, uh, any chance we can find the water planet? Uh, actually, yeah. I found two water planets. They're right next to each other. We're actually heading there right now. How do you know which one is the right one? Uh, one is on the eye, the other one is full of cruise ships. That still doesn't answer the question. Sabrina, it's the cruise ship one. Duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Laura loves napkin folding classes and sculptures made from fruit at buffets. Sure. Uh, ship, set a course for the one with the cruise ships on it. Uh, we done. Do you think she bought the drink package? Nah, just joking. You know she bought the drink package. Podcast 42 is performed by Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly in this particular episode. All information given may or may not be true. Sound design by P42 Incorporated and is recorded in the Podcast 42 studios. Logo by Cute Panda. Find Cute Panda on Facebook for commissions. Theme music by Cremo. Find more music by Cremo on Cremo.net. Podcast 42 is a proud member of the Podfix Network. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Hey, Jill, who's the most overrated wrestler of all time? That could be any number of them. What era are we talking about? Wrong. The answer is the ultimate warrior. Oh, yeah. Like, that's true. Chris, you still wear Darth Vader underoos and comb your 80s-style haircut every morning to Laura and Branigan. Gra- Who? Laura Branigan's. Who's that? She sings Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. Gloria. I always thought that was ABBA. Gloria. I think I got, got your, your number, number. Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Abba? No. No.